What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, we have woke up to big news in the baseball world today. Carlos Correa is not going to be a San Francisco giant. That's, that's the news. He had a deal in place with the Giants for 13 years, $350 million, and reports surfaced on Tuesday that there was an unknown issue with his medicals, and that led to a postponement of the press conference, and then it was later reported that the Giants flagged something in his physical, and doctors disagreed. Correa's camp disagreed with what the Giants saw in the medical. They could not agree on whatever it was that they flagged. We don't know the details on what was flagged, although it's being reported that his back wasn't the issue. It's not necessarily related to his back because we know back soreness has sent him to the injured list on multiple occasions during his career. But whatever the issue was, it obviously wasn't enough to deter the New York Mets from adding Carlos Correa because Correa never technically signed with the Giants. He was about to, but basically he did not pass his physical. Then Correa went back, was able to go back to the Mets and reopen negotiations with them and agree to a 12-year, $315 million contract. So that's the situation now. Carlos Correa is now in agreement to play with the Mets, to play third base for the New York Mets. This is the Mets team that we've been talking about has been spending stupid money. Now they're doing it yet again. They're doing it yet again. Lindor will stay at shortstop. Correa will be their third baseman. So the new contract with New York is one year shorter and worth slightly less in AAV than what the Giants had offered him. Now it's the 10th largest contract in baseball history in terms of total dollar value, while the $350 million deal with San Francisco would have been the fourth largest in history. But it's still far above what we expected Correa to get coming into this winter. Projections had him around nine years, 288, you know, 10 years, 300, something like that. Um, at the end of the day, we're seeing the Mets just disregard the luxury task, tax. The, the payroll is bloated. I mean, right now, the payroll for 2023 is looking like $377 million. And they will be paying, yeah, they, they will be, they will be paying a lot of luxury tax. That, let's just put it that way. So. Carlos Correa, Brandon Nimmo, Justin Verlander, Edwin Diaz, Kodai Senga, Jose Quintana, David Robertson, Adam Ottavino, and Omar Narvaez are all new additions. Well, not new. Some of them are, are staying, but all free agent signings by the Mets this offseason. Well, technically, Correa hasn't signed with the Mets. He's agreed to terms. I'm using, I'm choosing my words carefully now because he's agreed to terms. That's what happened with the Giants. He had to pass a physical in order to put pen to paper that's going to be the same deal with with the Mets and I think it's kind of funny that we're talking about this with New York because this is the same franchise that walked back on the Kumar Rocker signing when they drafted him a couple years ago they drafted Kumar Rocker in 2020 and could not come to terms with him because of what they saw in a physical and he had to go back on the market and he missed out. Ended up being drafted with the 10th pick in 2021 by the Rangers. But the Mets are known to do due diligence in their medical procedures. So 
maybe they're not going to like what they see with Correa. We don't know. We really don't know. At this point, it's speculation. So will Carlos Correa pass his physical with the Mets? We'll see. Of course, I'm sure it was brought up in these you know, rekindled negotiations. They probably asked his agent, Scott Boris, what the heck happened with San Francisco. What are you guys looking at here? So I'm sure the Mets are very aware of exactly what bothered the Giants, but their medical staff is going to have to take a look at the details. So that is what we woke up to in the baseball world. That is what we woke up to. Carlos Correa is now set to sign with the New York Mets. But until the ink is dry, we don't exactly know where this guy's going to be playing. So let's wait until the ink is dry and we see him at the podium for the introductory press conference. That's when you, that's when you know it's confirmed. That's when you know it's, it's confirmed. So this, the saga continues. So big news, everyone. I, I'm just, I'm not even going to talk about anything else today. I'm not going to talk about anything else. This is it. I'm just trying to think like, that NL East was already a dogfight, but let's assume that you have a healthy Carlos Correa playing. It's hard to bet against the New York Mets. Verlander and Scherzer in their rotation. You know, the infield is locked down. You have Alonso at first. On the left side of the infield, you have Correa and Lindor. You have Jeff McNeil, the batting champion at second base. Your outfield is you know, you're set there with Canna, Nimmo, and Sarli Marte. It's a very, very dangerous squad. Dangerous squad. At least on paper. And it all has to do with them staying healthy. And this is the kind of team... Oh, I forgot Edwin Diaz in the ninth inning, too. This is the kind of team that will sell tickets. Now the Mets are going to be must-see TV every city they travel to. Every city they travel to, the ticket prices are going to be high because everyone wants to go watch... Scherzer or Verlander or, or Lindor, Correa, etc., etc. So this is how you sell tickets and maybe help with that luxury tax bill because now people are going to want to watch you play. So we'll we'll keep our ear to the ground and try to get more details out of this whole Carlos Correa saga. But that is the latest twist in the story. Stay tuned for more. But if you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Thank you.